Welcome back to the Game Dev Breakdown Podcast. It's time for our second weekly show. It's the weekend, so it's time to talk about news, new releases, sales, just fun stuff around the web. And tonight, I am very happy to have my buddy John Scheiber with us. He is a contributor to my other podcast, Next Gen Nerds, with Lineup Media. He's an avid PC gamer, and we're going to talk about what we're playing right now. We're going to look at some news stories, and we're just going to shoot the breeze for a while, and hopefully you'll have as much fun as we did. So I won't hold us up. Let's get right to my chat with John. But first, sorry, you knew there was a but first. I just want to do a quick plug for Amazon.com, our main sponsor for the podcast. If you guys want a free way to support the show, just consider starting your next Amazon.com trip over at CodeWritePlay.com, where we have convenient banners on the right side, on the top of the page, several locations where you can click through to Amazon and a percentage of what you buy there will go back to support the show without costing you any additional money whatsoever. It's free. It's easy. We appreciate it so much. Amazon.com. All right. Hey, John. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, Sarah. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing okay for uh, the listeners I have that are not part of a cross section between listeners of this show and listeners of Next Gen Nerds. You are a friend of mine who I podcast with for Lineup Media. Um, you are a audio engineer, expert, yes. producer, extraordinaire, meister. Yes. Uh, what else should listeners know about you in terms of gaming? I spend too much time playing games, and I end up taking them too seriously if they're PvP. <laughs> a man with deep-seated PvP issues. <laughs> yes, it does cause some PTSD. <laughs> so uh, to explain this to you, because I don't think you actually know, uh, the way I've got my show structured right now is during the week, we we I say we, generally I talk about the business side of game development, we dig into stuff like the last one was about Nintendo and their actual launch strategy for consoles, like dating way back to the eighties and how it's impacted the way nobody can get a hold of their shit anymore. <laughs> so, uh, I hesitate to call it a lecture because that doesn't sound like something you would download and listen to in the car. But, uh, but uh, I just try to deep dive into different topics. And on the weekend, we talk about fun stuff, um, stupid stuff that's going on on Twitter uh, new releases, sales, um, things I'm playing and want to comment on. So anything like that. And I thought it'd be fun to bring you in for this weekend show. We can talk yeah. about what we're enjoying right now, what you would like to enjoy in the near future. And uh, there are a few news stories that are just so ridiculous. I had to <laughs> had to share them with a friend. So I hope you don't mind. Oh, please. I am so excited about that. Actually, my curiosity is peaked. It Can we should, please do that? It should <laughs> like be right now. <laughs> I don't think we'll be disappointed. First, real quick, you tell me what you're playing, how you're how you're enjoying it, and I'll do the same for you. Absolutely. Currently, I have a very large gaming library over the years, and it's growing. And then I did that humble bundle, twelve dollar monthly thing, and then all of a sudden, that's like oh, you're having doing the babies thing? like rabbits. Wow. <laughs> and how, uh, how do you like, like that? I, I, well, I got it to get a specific game one month. I was like, man, I want to get this Total War game I've been interested in. And I was like, well, I can get it for 12 bucks if I sign up for this monthly thing. And then the next one came out. And I've gotten like, I think each month has like been 300 bucks worth of games or something like that. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> and it's insane. I have like NBA 2K17. I've got another copy of Dirt Rally that I don't need. It's like, <laughs> it's like whoa. But um, anyways, so with all these game libraries that I have, I, I have a few core ones that I come back to. And, and um, like playing Overwatch a lot oh, on yeah. PC. Love it. Um, occasionally play Player Unknown Battleground with some buddies. I'm not as big of a fan of that um, as they are. I feel like um, they need to finish one of these games so that it's a game and yeah. it plays like a game. Right. <laughs> uh, that's a different subject. And then um, the sleeper, though, and the thing that might surprise some people that know me or don't know me is I haven't actually played any of the Arkham Batman games by Rocksteady and, and Warner Brothers Studio. Yeah. So those went on sale on Steam, speaking of sales, uh, this last week. And I noticed it, and I was like, oh, man. And I got all of them. I got Arkham Asylum. I got Arkham City, Arkham Origins, and Arkham Knight for 22 bucks. Oh, man, that is a good deal. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, I'm totally doing that. And so I did it, and I'm 90% done with Asylum right now. And I have to tell you, for a game that was released in, what was that, 2009? A long time 10? ago, yeah. It holds up. It's killer, it, yeah. It works. And the thing that really grabbed me the most about this whole thing is that the storyline is, like, better than some of the Batman movies I've seen. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And they've and so they've got a phenomenal Joker too, and uh, Mark Hamill, you know. Oh, it's incredible, and it makes you feel like you're in that cartoon, you know, from the '90s. Oh yeah, it it really and does. In that incredible cartoon, so that's what I've been playing uh, in my single player time right now, and it's just having a blast. Those those Batman games are so good. I've played all but the most recent one, and I'm I'm working on the the most recent one. Uh, I, I actually need to try it on my new um, PC here. I haven't played it since I got the new PC and it should run like a dream on there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which one are you thinking about doing asylum or, or uh, Arkham city? Uh, see the timeline escapes me, which is the last one that came out. Okay. The most recent one is Arkham Knight. And the only reason I know this is because I just bought them. Yeah, <laughs> Otherwise, right. I wouldn't know. Yeah. I popped Arkham Knight in and played it on the, uh, on my MacBook. And it, it didn't run the best on the laptop, and there's mm -hmm. no reason it should run that well there. So now that I got my nice, new, fresh gaming PC, I really need to dig into that and have a good time with it. Because everyone complained about the driving in that game, and I love driving. I love driving games. Yes. My, my big thing I'm playing right now is Dirt Rally, because not only did you convince... No, I convinced you to buy it for PC. Yes, you did. And I'm so happy you did that. It was like you did the Lord's work for sure. Except it was a mistake because you came into like two other free copies since then. <laughs> but, <laughs> By mistake. But we both love Dirt Rally. I love the whole Dirt series. I think I started with Dirt 2. No, you know what? That's not true. Um, They have a uh, crash them up like demolition, oh, like a demolition derby game, which sucks. All the other dirt games are super oh, cool. What is that called? Yeah, I know. That's that's what tripped me up. I can't remember. It, yeah, we'll have to look at that later. I, I was looking at that, though. I, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember the name of it. It's it's pretty obnoxious, actually. But Dirt <laughs> Rally, I'm playing a ton. I'm playing it so much that I've switched to the full manual controls. So I'm I'm mm. shifting with, with the clutch. And every great once in a while, I'm placing. Like, I'm I'm progressing through the season or whatever. So I'm having a, a great time with that. 
Boy, you said you said those Batman games. I wanted to mention that Xbox One players, the games with gold, they're okay this month. But one of the deals with gold where they just discount games that you can buy, uh, they've got all of the um, Telltale Batman stuff for 10 bucks. So, if, right. If you haven't jumped on that series, I would recommend doing that. I haven't yet, but I probably will before they get rid of that deal. So. I've seen and heard enough about it to be like, hey, man, that's. It seems pretty cool. I love Telltale's games, and I, I I really like their people a lot, too. That's another team that I've sort of gotten to know a little bit on Twitter, and they're some of the nicest people you could connect with. Um, it, it cracks me up. You, you've got that humble deal monthly thing. You you said you got NBA 2K, what, 17 or whatever? Yeah, it, it was that, like in the last month. In that same one, didn't you get Pillars of Eternity with that? Yeah. Yeah, So so you got the game that... I just talked to the guys at Obsidian about like that's <laughs> yeah. their big series right now. That was the first one. They're working on the second one right now. So, uh, All right. And I'm anxious to check it out. Cause like right after you got back from your trip and you told me that uh, about, you know, the, you know, talk to them about pillars. And I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I looked, I'm like, well, 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I bought that at great cost. So I, so I could go there and speak authoritatively about the game. Which I'm glad I did. It's it's a neat game. I was just gonna say I'm interested in seeing how the second one does. Is it like Boulder's Gate or something? Or uh, there are certain elements to that. It's it's kind of interesting because you you make your character and it's got a real deep character generation system, and it's like a it's a party RPG, but you have like a minute when an enemy comes on screen to come up with a plan. So it's it's deep strategy, and then the action all happens at once. You have to control everything in the fight. It's not turn-based. It's all action. And Interesting. You sort of queue up moves the way you used to do in Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's a little bit of that. Um, so there's sort of an anxiety <laughs> while the combat's going on. But it's also like very deeply story-driven, and it's it's really neat. And this is one of those rare cases where I completely understand the the choice to do crowdfunding. They started this with a mm -hmm. Kickstarter campaign and I know not a lot of publishers would let them do that, but mm -hmm. they, they came out triumphant on the other side and they actually did end up shifting over to work with a publisher before the game was done, but they started just community driven. And, um, I, I don't think it could have come out better. I think it's a great game. Okay, great. That'll be on, on my radar. Once I finish these Batman games. Yeah, man. makes me want to play those Batman games too. Such good They're phenomenal. Games. They're phenomenal. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm only ninety percent through Arkham Asylum, like I mentioned to you earlier, and but I can still already tell if it gets better than this, it's just they did a great job. I mean, it's just fantastic. The combat system catches flack from players, and they're like, "Match X and you win." But you know what? You know what? Dang it! Sometimes I don't feel like <laughs> needing to try that hard to be epic in the game. Sometimes you want to be the hero and just walk around the corner feeling like completely unstoppable and then you're gonna wreck these guys <laughs> it's just yeah. cool well people play a game like that and they act like what they want is for honors uh combat system and then <sighs> when for honor came out nobody wanted to play it right i like that <laughs> i like that combat system but I could not imagine trying to play a game like that Batman game with, like you're saying, that level of challenge to it. And it's like, there's no way you'd play it. You'd immediately put that down and you'd be like, that's the greatest Batman game ever. And then your Steam history would show that you've played it for 1.2 hours. Right. Exactly. <laughs>
So, uh, and I, I rib people about Call of Duty stuff too, because they, they all want to complain about certain guns and certain strategies and stuff. And the maps like, oh, you're camping here and you're hiding around this corner there. And I'm like, I think what you guys want is to all have the same gun and the map is a gymnasium where you have no cover <laughs> and you just all want to run and point and shoot. And I bet, I just bet when things turn south for you, you're still going to have an excuse. You know, a 100% a thing that a strategy that I like to do in player unknown battleground has a derogatory term for it. Oh, and imagine people hate you. And so what they call you on there, and this is not something you have to bleep out, but it's still they say it to you like uh, like like a knock, just like they would use racial slurs to you. And so they call you cod rusher. And it's a Call of Duty rusher, God and that rusher. means that you have that you have a twelve gauge shotgun, and you ran up on him. I'm like, kid, we beat you. Like, that's a weapon in the game. That's how you would use the shotgun. Like, what's? I don't see what the deal is here. What do you want me to go? Okay, I'll go stand over on that hill, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a shot at you first to let you know I'm there. Then we're going to have an M16 battle where both of our <laughs> aim is absolutely terrible. So we're going to shoot until someone comes from over this ridge over here where neither of us are looking and kills one of us. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. We'll play that game. I'm sorry. I think as a gentleman, you're supposed to challenge him to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> Private message him like... when you sneak up on him. <laughs> Private A. I see the back of your head, dog. You only got a level one helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, That's hilarious. Man, let's let's bang out some news stories, shall we? Let's do it. Okay, so the big thing right now is Sonic Mania. And yes. I am wearing my Sonic hat, which you've had to stare yes. at and take me seriously for the last uh, 14 <laughs> minutes already. <laughs> and I haven't even played this game. I want to so bad, but I haven't yet. Oh, my goodness. I think it's going for like 20 bucks or something like that. It's yeah. on, on Xbox. We would call it an arcade title. Because yep. it's it's not like full on whatever, but apparently it's it's full of great content, and it is the first Sonic game in like 15 years, according to Sega, that has like immediately had positive ratings from the fans, and so they're like, "Oh, thank you guys so much." And my my only feedback about this was like, I don't think you understand the connection between good games and good ratings. Apparently, like this, <laughs> we didn't we haven't been flipping a coin for the last decade. And like, it just wasn't turning out in your favor. Like you guys made a good game this time. Yes. Yes. So the I'm excited be- about that. There's no bigger Sega fan than me, but, um, you know, true. they, they haven't been bringing their a game until just, just now, apparently. Yep. And, and it just looks phenomenal. The community's excited. This is a Sonic game. We've been waiting for, for a while. The couple of videos I've watched of some advanced copies that got out to people just look fantastic. And I am just so excited. I hope I don't overhype it and ruin it for myself. <laughs> yeah. And and the sad thing is seeing a lot of these reviews written by guys who are like, I have to admit, I never played a lot of Sonic as a kid. Like, it was a little before my time or whatever. And it's like, you know what? Shut up. Exactly. <laughs> some, some, I, I don't remember who it was. Some YouTuber that's famous showed a segment of a guy being like, yeah, there's never been any great Sonic games ever. I mean, he literally says that on a, on a live show, and I was like, oh, I almost made a Tim Allen noise. <laughs> or Scooby-Doo. It's gotta, I'm like, what? Where have you been, dude? Sonic 2? I mean, what? No great Sonic games. 
Sonic 2, I don't know if I've played a game from front to back more than the second Sonic game. I guess, like, I guess the question oh. is, if there had legitimately never been any good games, like, why would they try to be bringing this back? You know? Man, way easy way to refute that. That was excellent. <laughs> it was excellent. <laughs> I, that's just what comes to mind. Uh, your, your results may vary. Um, <laughs> while I was looking at this, I, for the first time, saw this Wild West Online game making headlines and i'm gonna need you to talk me down because this looks very exciting to me yeah so help me reel it in a little bit you say you've been following this for a month or two yes yeah almost two months it came through on like a sponsored facebook link i think because of that game i was telling you about eco that i that i ended up liking it's been giving me like um you might like and it's a lot of survival crafting and then this came up and so this wild west game came up and it looks super cool but reading some of the things that they're trying to do and coming from an age of early access, I don't know the development team. It's not necessarily good or bad, but it seems to me like it's when you start to read about it, I think you're really going to see what I'm talking about. So right now you'll just have to kind of take my word for it, but it seems really ambitious. And I just hope that it's something that when they put it in a game, they can, they can make sure it's fun. You know, that's, <laughs> that's nice. the best way I'm going to say that instead of cramming it in there, let's make sure that it's fun. Yeah. Okay. And that's, that's the thing I'm kind of apprehensive about is that, you know, is this, is this going to be fun? It, it's, um, they're wanting to get really, really, really detailed with it. And, uh, it's something that I, I kind of, I kind of want to see games start to go away from a little bit with the survival elements, you know? Yeah. It's um it's coming across as another survival crafting game just with with Wild West skins on it. So, I mean, there I said it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see and uh so I also will this one stay in development hell for the next, you know, 4 years? I don't know. See, that's that's the other thing too and and that's why I was concerned when I see how ambitious it is, you know, wanting to make this giant open world and they want to have NPCs in there that um have very fluid and different and unique type of quests and um it's i've not seen it pulled off yet by an independent development team in an open world game like this and i'm just it's just not working when i've seen it implemented from games like seven days to die a game that i actually enjoyed uh, thoroughly but when they started to introduce npcs it's just it's not working out the way that it it had on their blog and um, some of the video footage I saw of it, I mean, granted, super early, really tough to see how that's going to get fleshed out. But uh, it just it seemed it seemed a tad forced, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. OK, fair enough. <laughs> I uh, and I think the rest of these are all sort of for fun. The first one I want to start with is I'll, I'll just read you the headline and let you respond to it. Pet the pup at the party takes social anxiety and makes it fun. What are your initial thoughts? Oh, the, uh, <laughs> very good. <laughs> I, 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 is this a game? So, and uh, I feel terrible. This story is by Allegra Frank at Polygon, who was very kind when my, um, my article came out about um, all of the games that were featured on Clarissa explains it all. 
it was a stupid article I wrote for, <laughs> for oh, fun. Yeah, I, remember. I remember now. It blew up and like so many like high profile game journalists reshared it. Well, it was the most amazing thing. And then I was like, great, because I, I have other great ideas. I would love to share them with Polygon or Kotaku and everything. And suddenly everyone clammed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, um, this was by <laughs> one of those journalists. The story here is that there's this indie game where you are a person with social anxiety or ostensibly you're just a person who spends their time at a house party, not speaking to people, but just petting dogs. And this, <laughs> and end of description. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I've got a lot of questions. <laughs> I will try my best. <laughs> what platform is this PC? This is both Mac and windows PC. It is okay. name your price on itch. I O name your price on HIO. It's completed. Uh, I don't know if I can answer that. It, it sounds here like it's a, a game that's out in the wild. Wow. I got to see this. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, uh, it's just surprising to me that this is a game. Uh, I mean, if people that experience this issue, I mean, it doesn't bother me. There it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't have pro I don't have problems with. Oh man, okay. <laughs> this was not the best strategy. I definitely picked something that was going to throw you for a loop. <laughs> I am just. Oh wow! Scrolling <laughs> through this, I just don't even know where to begin with this. What an interesting thing. So it's like you unlock the dogs that you find. So you got to go find them in the party and say hi to them. It seems like something like that. Yeah. This is funny because I could definitely imagine trying this game. This isn't something like I can't believe someone made. It's not like shower with your dad simulator or whatever that was. Oh, no, I've, I've, I try to block something like that from my memory. <laughs> it's it's more like the idea of this game sort of makes me roll my eyes, but I can imagine trying it. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd play it. I'd give it a chance, but it's just, uh, huh, it's interesting. Um I'm speechless. I just I would never imagine in my wildest dreams that someone would be like, take this from thought to design and concept. <laughs> right. And then, and then here it is. So pet the pup at the party available now. <laughs> Have, has anyone, has any actual gamer streamers picked anything up? That's what I want to know. I'm going to find out about this later. You've given me something to do for at least 30 minutes later. Yeah. You you may have to be the guy who streams it. We'll see. <laughs> there it is. Um, wow. All right. Well, I hope that game, if it aims, you know, it might be one of those things. I've seen games sometimes where they try to aim to mainly point on a social issue or something like that. And they, and they want to try to offer help and mainly have it as like kind of an awareness campaign, so to speak. Um, here's the problem certain... from that article i wasn't able to tell if that was the game designer doing that or if that was the writer this looks like mm. and, and in previous episodes of my podcast i've been very vocal about people who uh want to sort of piggyback on a, a greater body of work and sort of put what i would call your shit on it <laughs> you know ah so, i understand yeah I, so, I understand that that may be fueling part of my sort of like er, reaction to this game so uh, let's move on. <laughs> this next one is uh, a Kotaku article titled Shit My Kid Says Playing Zelda. <laughs> and this is based on uh, Breath of the Wild, of course. But the idea is, and I do like seeing parents get to write for uh, 
actual gaming sites because I found it very difficult as a journalist who was a parent and from a pretty traditional background, like not a lot of people were very interested in hearing what I had to say. So I'm glad that yeah. Luke Plunkett here got to do this. <laughs> so let me skip straight to through the intro and to the things that his kids said while playing Breath of the Wild. Um, it starts with stuff like, I got a huge leaf. And, oh, no, a rock monster. On to some funny stuff like, where is your castle, bad guy? That's funny. <laughs> you can just imagine a kid yelling this stuff. That's oh. crazy. Where's your <laughs> castle, bad guy? And so you have to picture him like hearing this stuff from the other room. I love apples. <laughs> um, I eated all of the fish. <laughs> oh, no, I swimmed out of swim. Whatever I that swimmed means. out of swim. <laughs> I got a big sword and poked him in the tummy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I killed him because I want meat. <laughs> I, might, I might have actually said that before. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Zelda is better than Mario. And I would agree. <laughs> no, I haven't played the new one of you. No, I have the option of playing it on the Wii U, but I don't know if that's supposed to be like worse than playing it on the switch i i don't know so i haven't jumped in yet i have a buddy that played it on wii u and said he loved it and then a friend of mine has actually managed to get it to work on his pc somehow i know that's a thing yeah and i think that's because uh you can do like real basic wii u emulation on the pc Uh. i think i i and i'm not just trying to be mr nice guy like i haven't tried that yeah i got you no i understand and um, it said that seems pretty cool. They, they really seem to like it. Man, better than Mario? I mean, we're going to have to s- talk about this for a second. Like, what what Mario are we going for here? Like, uh, are we comparing it to Mario 64? I mean, that's now, a tough Mario game to beat. I can't speak for this guy's two-year-old or whatever, but um, I think that the type of games they make for Zelda appeal to me more than the types of games they make for Mario. So I would rather be doing like top down dungeon crawling and stuff than, um, you know, Mario. super twitchy uh, platformers. I see that. OK, I can see that because you know what? In all fairness, they haven't really quite made a game like Mario 64 since, have they? Other than the no. ones where they directly tried to recreate it. No. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think so. That game was that game was something else. Now, um, you know, there there was some GameCube stuff. I know. Um, some people would listen to this and they'd be screaming Super Mario Sunshine or whatever. There were some GameCube era things that were pretty great. So I didn't touch those, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, that's fine. So I I would still say the average Zelda game is better than the average Mario game to me. Yeah, I, I do think, I think it's preference because I, I think they're at the top of the heap for their their different genres. So it's, yeah. it's really whichever you prefer. Yeah. And you know what? I think that you, you know, like you said, it, it's for you and like that type of game. I agree. Cause now thinking about the recent Mario catalog. Yeah. There's a lot of party stuff going on and, and everything like that. And they've definitely got a niche market for that. I, I would have to agree with that too. The, the Zelda games. Yeah. 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 It makes sense. And, and, um, boy, this, this final one that I've got for you is a little bit less gaming unless you factor in five nights at Freddy's. <laughs> and this is why I think gaming sites are covering this. Chuck E. Cheese is moving away from animatronic robots. <laughs> so we can't have nice yeah. things. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, um, 
they're this, saying they're saying it's part of an effort to modernize the restaurants, and I'm saying it's an effort to separate themselves from the Five Nights at Freddy's series. <laughs> yeah. Um I haven't been in a Chuck E. Cheese in so long. I thought I assumed that that was gone a long time ago. And this is a big deal because Chuck E. Cheese took off because of Atari founder Nolan Bushnell, who huh. who bought a pizza restaurant when he was very, very uh, early on in his career because he wanted to take a restaurant and combine it with his arcade business that he was already started. And that's why we have Chuck E. Cheese that looks like Chuck E. Cheese now. So I'd love, Interesting. To, hear, I'd love to hear his thoughts on <laughs> on these developments. But um, yeah. I, I don't know if he might still be in charge. I, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, so they're, they're moving away from animatronic robots and moving to, it says here, large dance floors where a human dressed as the rodent or the animals will come out and dance with children. I don't know if this is better. <laughs> He's laughing. Oh my gosh, man. It just sounds like... It sounds horrible. <laughs> I feel so sorry for the person that... That, that just gets stuck there uh no i mean maybe they genuinely would like that i could never fathom wanting to do that all the time so godspeed <laughs> i'm disappointed because my son is never going to have the terrifying experience i had as a kid where they take you to this magical place where these animals dance around on stage and you're freaked out because you're a kid but some some adult goes it's okay buddy those are robots they can't move from that spot everything's cool and then from out side the side door this person in the costume runs out <laughs> and you're scared shitless because now this thing's coming after you <laughs> you're like well it can move buddy thanks i uh when i was a kid this this happened exactly that way um it wasn't chuck e cheese it was the big purple thing called munch and i hate <laughs> that thing to this day <laughs> because it did come... never know its name it's called munch yeah it's called munch which is a perfect name for this big purple child-eating monster it is and this thing comes out in costume and it's sort of coming towards my table and i think i got up from the table where where we were having dinner and i like ran <laughs> like i took off because i was <laughs> like i ain't having this and I took off into like the ball pit and I was going to climb up into the tubes. I'm like that, whatever that thing is, it's not coming up after me there. And it came up after me there. Oh, so, <laughs> Cause apparently that's the thing they did. So, oh no. So when five nights at Freddy's came out, like I didn't care for it. <laughs> so yeah, my son is I, not going to have like half of that. That night I'm looking at Munch right now. I'm sorry that happened to you. Thank you. Yeah. I'll I'll take him to one of those restaurants when he's like five or six and he'll see the guy in the costume and I'll go, son, that's a guy in a costume and everything's gonna be fine. You know <laughs> what it's not is a scary jerky robot. <laughs> can can you hear me through your wailing? Right, yeah. It's a guy in a costume. <laughs> Come back to me, son. Don't don't head toward the light. Don't head toward the light. <laughs> so that that well, was a fun way to leave off like this this is on track to be the uh, longest episode i've done already before intros and outros so um ooh. yeah not bad uh dude thank you so much for sitting in uh you and i have been recording now for almost two hours yes because <laughs> we did our other podcast too so i appreciate yes. that and uh we'll have you back anytime you want buddy hey man 
I enjoy talking about games. I got a lot to say. Being an older gamer, interesting to 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 kind of feel like Soldier Seventy Six to borrow an Overwatch character. Uh, <laughs> feeling older, I got a lot to say. So we're all gamers we, now. Exactly. Anytime you want to talk about games, uh, man, I'm into it. I love it. Thank cool. you for having me on. All right, we will catch you next time. John is awesome. So good to have him on the show. Thanks to him for taking time out of his busy schedule, especially after he just recorded on our other show. I will look forward to having him back. In the meantime, I would love if you would find the Game Dev Breakdown podcast wherever you like to download your podcasts. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play, SoundCloud. Anywhere you are, you can find us there. Subscribe, rate, review, comment, share with a friend. Anything you'd be willing to do, we sure would appreciate And we will be back next week with more good stuff. So for my friend John, this is Todd saying keep playing. We'll catch you next week.